Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Katie Love, Laugh Gallery. <laughs> Scott Power, everybody. Scott everybody, Power. Everybody, Katie Love's been overserved. One no, fucking he, bottle of wine split between two he, people. Is we pulled up enough. in front of the studio and he goes, There's a liquor store across the street. Do you want to go in? I go, No, I'm fine. I'm a professional. I mean, this. But who had a bottle of booze? You know, in, in the bag? Bible, Scott, it says, Bad associations spoil useful habits. Okay. Lay with now dogs. You and I get some fleas. <laughs> You and I know our Bibles, unfortunately. They were forced upon us. And in First Katie 1 1, what does it say? Fuck it. That's what it says. First <laughs> Katie 1 1. That might be verse two. So I'm here with Scott Power no, and an a, empty bottle of wine. There's a whole trend now, like banning books and, you know, book Yeah, banning. I want this t shirt that said, I'm with the band. And it's a, a row of banned books and it's on the t shirt. Yeah. You could buy me that. Okay. I never look good in a t-shirt, though. Could you get, like, maybe the sweatshirt? Okay, you're a sweatshirt person? Well, I just feel, or a hoodie. Get me the hoodie. Ah, hoodie. Extra, extra large. Okay. Okay, because yeah, I don't like want it. anything tight eh, around the carb like rolls. Little, uh, like a little roomy. Yeah, Yeah, I, I don't want anything to go, wow, she likes carbs. Hey, but, you know, you know what? fuck them. Fuck those fuckers. You know, yeah. fucking carb shaming. <laughs> I have a plate on my counter at home mm-hmm. that said, Give up carbs over my bread body. <laughs> I paid $25 for that. Here's the thing. My daughter is in love with bread. Well, you are her father and you make sourdough bread. But this is your fault. But it's my bread she's eating. What kind of bread? Any fucking bread. What's wrong with that? Do you need me to talk to her? Because I will crown her a bread carb princess. My daughter is like obsessive. Like she's, you know, you know, she's got some, you know, like stuff going on and whatever and we are dealing with her like stuff and one of her things she's a tween is, is her obsession with fucking bread she's a tween fucking bread man it's like oh she's like it's like so she when like you say obsessed, and lies and angles and works the angles for bread so when you say obsessed you mean like she has to have it at every meal and are there meltdowns the only thing or? that she will always agree i like her already there are, there are basically i've met her Here's she the seems... thing. This is so telling. The th- here are the things that she will always Carb eat. lovers stick together. Fucking anything bread-based. So so bread, pancakes, waffles, uh, fucking bread. Just fucking bread. Well, great. Which, of course, translates into things like cheeseburgers. Like cheeseburgers she will always fucking eat no matter what. And this is the, her, the, in, the, snob, the snob part that's coming out. Sushi. Like these oh, are the sushi. three things that she will eat. Because of the rice? Well, she actually likes the fish, but she likes the rice too. Nothing else. Like, I'm like, Eden, like, I'll make you anything, you know? She doesn't no. want anything. She wants the bread. I don't know, man. It's, I think I'm failing as she's, a parent. No, she's going to be wildly, wildly successful. Well, easy And she'll for you probably to say. work in the bread industry. Just trying to keep her off the pole, Katie. <laughs> our dear, our, our call... dear friend, our dear friend, Chris Rock. Now you have to best. call Chris. And ask him if you can use that joke. 
I well, by the well, way, I think no, it's no, public no, domain no, no, no. Now. I, want, I, I mean, I just want to domain. shout out to Chris because yeah. you know he. He's one of my. You know, he's my favorite comic. Oh, I did not know he was your yeah, favorite. Yeah, he's my favorite comic. What'd you think about his live bit on uh, Netflix? I loved it. Yeah, but when I saw it all the way to the end, yeah, that look in his eyes, and of course, what he went through yeah. was something we've never really seen on live television. Unprecedented, unprecedented. And right, right. the way he handled that and kept that story. Mm. on lockdown until he was ready to tell yeah. it on his terms yeah. was amazing. But I looked, you know, in his eyes through a million cameras, yeah. you know, through the airwaves and we don't know each other at all. Right. But I looked in his eyes again through the camera and I thought, I love you, Chris Rock. And I want you to take a couple of weeks off and sit with a rum drink with a weird little umbrella and just stare it out the ocean because that's a person that needs a break right now. Mm. I mean, that was a lot. Mm. That show was amazing. Mm -hmm. And I just think that comedy is the kind of art where it's energy that you're giving out, 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 out. And depending on the audience, you're not getting a lot in. It right. takes a minute to gather that energy back and then do the joke. Mm. It's mm. A, a very, you know, it's a back and Reciprocal. forth. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I just... Looked at him at the end, and I was really proud to call myself a comedian at all next to him, right? But I had this moment where I felt very protective of him, mm. and I wanted to just, like, I wished we were friends, and I could say, Chris, go take a break, man. Go to the, you know, yeah. go to Turks and Caicos, go to the well, Cayman Islands, go and, somewhere. Yeah, hopefully oh, he will. You know, throw the phone in the ocean and, you know, defrag. Right. Because it's been a lot. Right. It's a lot not to tell your story for for any reason, but he did it with such grace and class, and he, man, the guy's whip smart. That's what I love about him is, you know, I use the word accessibility a lot in comedy, but I think the reason he's my favorite comic is because he's whip smart, and he's so self-aware, mm. and he's a, just a great writer, and mm. is, and, but he, you know, you feel that he's telling the truth mm. from the mic. Mm. And I think he, I don't know, I'm just guessing, but I feel like he shares a motto that I have, which is write for yourself, mm. perform for them. So mm. They got out of their, you know, cars, they got parking, they put an outfit on and they came in and got their two drink minimum, whatever. He really respects that you're in his audience and you're in his treehouse when you're there. You're in his arms. You're in his thought process while you're there. You're sharing that stage with him. But he writes from his heart. He writes what he believes. He writes what he knows. He writes what he has to. And then he performs for them. And that process, I think, is really good comedy, in my opinion. So he's one of my favorite comics. I mean, he's probably my all-time favorite comic. I've been watching him for years. If I ever get to perform with Chris Rock, I will never let you forget it. I will brag about it. It'll just... I'll be like, Katie brags about Chris Rock love. Chris Rock love. And when I found out he was single, I'm like, I wonder how he feels about middle-aged big girls. You know what? I mean, I feel like we could, I feel like I would leave comedy and just like cook for him and stuff and just be like a weird, I don't know, <laughs> sex slave or something. I think I might give up some of my you like. Know what? Would you let Chris Rock I, human traffic you? And I, turn, turn you know you what? His, if I like, had the opportunity life? and it came from Chris Rock, I would say yes. Well, but then afterwards, after it wore off, I'd be like, you think you get me a writing job? You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he becomes uh, 
Uh, fucking uh, shit! I forget his name. Of course, all of his wives and girlfriends are beautiful, but I yeah. feel like I could compete. And well, if he reads my book, yeah, maybe he'll feel like, oh my god, like she has a modicum of intelligence. I might be able to speak to her. Katie, I don't, don't know. Don't 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 turn Chris Rock into R. Kelly. Okay, this no, is I don't want. <laughs> I want to stalk him. Well, which is I feel like he's pretty quick no, no, no. though. Do you see how fast he moves around on stage? I feel like he's a little quick. You're not stalking, like, I you're mean, scoping. It's scoping, scoping, that's right. That's what I need to say in court. I was scoping. scoping. I, oh, your honor. I was scoping the it's scene. A, it's an issue of semantics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It's an issue of semantics. Right? But here's the thing about Chris, and I know we got to go soon, but he had been, as I understand it, right? He'd been basically since the slap, you know, he'd been on the road, I think, a lot with Chappelle. Were, and he was probably working that bit, right, for the live I performance. See, that's the thing is I don't think he was don't think working he was? that bit a okay. lot. Okay, I interesting. Think he was oh, right, maybe it. he was maybe No, right. I think he, he was, was working holding the it other co- close to his chest, and he's such right. a great writer. Right. He could literally have written that, you right. know, well, that that's, day that's and fair. did it. That's fair. But, but, but I here, think that the yeah. timing of it yeah. and the, the structure right. of how he told that story was right. pretty fucking brilliant. Right. Well, but if you look in his eyes at the end, there's not a smile in the eyes. The smile says, I'm fucking exhausted. Sorry, Chris, but I mean, I'll take care of you, is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'll a couple take care things. of you. I just want to say a couple There's things. a picture of me in my bra up on Instagram. Check it out. <laughs> Chris, it is. Go check it. <laughs> yeah, you won't regret it. So, I left the belly out of it. Shout out to Netflix right. for giving him the opportunity to respond. Right. Right. And the thing that fucking pisses me off about the whole thing is that the it feels like I could be wrong, but it feels as though if you think about the last year since the slap, the emphasis and the focus has been on Chris as the victim, not the perpetrator. Right. Not Will Smith. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. You know, fuck you. Good thing I wasn't running security that night. You know. Things would have gone down differently. Dude, and you Large know, it, white it, woman tackling Will Smith. We'll never get Will Smith right on record here, but I got to believe. Maybe you know, I giving, could. Giving Will Smith. You know me a, and my investigative journalism. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole show on its own. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Love, P.I. <laughs> You know, Chris, I'm going to give Will Smith like a little bit for the doubt here because I feel as though Will Smith is the kind of person that deep, deep down, although he'll probably never say it, he knows he really fucked up and he probably really feels bad about it because, you know, it really took the bloom off his rose. I mean, the guy was as good as it gets, so to speak, right? Like kind of scan. He was like Obama and it was just scandal free, you know, and then he fucking goes and does that. And there was clearly so much going on that poor Chris Rock, you know, got the, you know, got the. And the, but that's the thing I think that's great about the comedy specials. It suddenly became, oh, there's no poor Chris Rock here. Right. But he was the one to claim his power back yeah, yeah, yeah. when he said, fuck, yeah, it hurt. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, it hurt. Right, yeah. Right, 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 right. You know, the yeah. guy's huge. <laughs> but he took it like a ch- he took it like a fucking champ, man. But he's so I mean, he great. He didn't flinch. He God, said, Chris I love Rock, him. we love you. We Will do. Smith, we love you too, man. But you know but, what? You know, gotta you know, have some work. You fucked up. We love you, but you fucked yeah, up. I mean, and then send all the psychologists over here to Laugh Gallery because God knows we could use them. <laughs> Slow burn laughs. Chris, but before we go, I just want to thank Chris Rock for the great fatherly advice because that's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to keep my daughter off the pole. Yeah. 
And that's how we're going to wrap know, up. Because, you know, as this. he said, you know, your daughter's a stripper. You fucked up. Yeah. If your daughter's eating too much carbs, it's not the same. I don't know why he brought that up for that metaphor, but he did. And we're going to work with it. And by the way, I'm a, I'm a hypocrite because I love strippers. I do. And carbs. And strippers eating carbs on stage. Okay. Thank you. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't this know. is Laugh Gallery, people. Are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Laugh Gallery Podcast. Please remember to like and share this episode with your friends on social media. Laugh Gallery is brought to you by Crew S Studio in Los Angeles, California. And our theme music was created by Dan Ubik, and that's me, at Dan U Productions. Special thanks to our partners at We Edit Podcasts, Polymash, Riverside, Captivate, and Burbank Podcast Recording Studio. Thanks again for listening to Laugh Gallery. <laughs>